This is the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today, we're going to be talking about launch stamina and how to prepare your audience, your team, and yourself for your next launch. So if you've ever felt like you were stressed out during a launch or that your team was stressed out and maybe they quit after the launch or that your audience didn't even know you were launching. Well, you, my friend, may need to help build launch stamina for all the people, including yourself. So if that sounds interesting to you, keep listening. The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. All right, so welcome back. This week we're talking about a topic I think people miss out on because I think that when we are you know, ready to launch something, we've been in our heads as the entrepreneur, as the creator for so long that we forget we actually have to catch everyone else up to where we are. And so today we're talking about launch stamina, specifically how to prepare your audience, your team, and yourself for what happens, the energy required during a launch. And it really involves all three. Anybody who's helping you, your audience, and you, really. So stamina equals energy. And launches require two types of energy. First, the more sustained type of energy, if you've got a lot of things to prepare, if and so that's going to take a lot. But then during the actual opening of the launch, you're going to need a different type of energy that's more of like a burst and the people, the companies, the teams who plan for this burst of energy that's needed for this ramp up phase so that you are prepared to use that type of energy, they survive much longer with less complaints, less employee turnover. They can make more money. They're their clients are actually happy because they didn't miss the launch and you yourself will not start peddling the company line that launches suck because you will have prepared yourself for that output of energy and then recovering from it, <laughs> recovering from the whole thing. So I like to look at launches kind of like weddings because if you've ever heard of a bridezilla, you know, the, the, the stereotypical woman who's planning her wedding or someone else's, but gets obsessed and like just a nightmare to work with. They want so much. They want it now. They don't really, they keep a lot of the details to themselves and then they get upset when things aren't the right way. So 
you know, in this case, we've got a launch Zilla potentially. And this isn't bad. I mean, if you're not working with anyone, it's still going to be damaging to yourself if you are like this. And I think it's just important that we prepare everyone, first of all, for the workload, the increase in that workload and the potential feedback and volume and type of feedback you might get from people in things not working. And we also want to prepare people for more consumption and for hearing from us more often. And this whole kind of preparing people, really, if you're, if you're not prepared for it, you can really become someone or this can turn someone who's normally calm, level-headed into someone who's lashing out at everyone, who's never happy, who's just crappy all the time, and who has higher expectations without anything to back it up, and someone who's going to be really disappointed when things don't go their way. So when I think about a launch Zilla or a situation where a team hasn't been prepared in some way. I think of even experienced teams and groups of people that I've worked with, even if they've been a small group of people or larger ones, that they need to know what they're working toward. And spring, springing launches on your team, as well as your audience, but on your team especially, every month, every few months, you're going to be spending a lot of time in between your launches looking for people, rehiring people, trying to train people. And I think if you truly want your team to feel like partners, excited for what you're doing, you need to clue them in on the whole process. You need to let them know like, hey, I've got this idea for this thing. I'm working on a very basic map of it right now. I'm going to share it with you at our next team meeting, or I'd love to talk through it with you. Include them in that process. Okay. Next, I am also thinking about your biggest fans and how even if, especially if they're not prepared, then it's definitely going to impact your sales. So they also need time to ramp up, to get excited, to know what's coming, to kind of check their inbox, to open their emails. And I personally, oh my gosh, I personally hate when someone launches out of the blue with no you know, if I notice their email out of the blue, that's different. But if they literally give no heads up, it it actually makes me think, oh, I don't like it. You know, but now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I'm thinking about past times very recently that I decided to do a surprise sale and I didn't give any heads up. And by the time that train was moving, I was like, yeah, I probably should have done that. But I didn't. So please give people plenty of heads up that the doors are opening, that you've created something, even if it's a free thing, even if it's a challenge that's coming up or you're doing a live class or you've got a free three-day retreat you're doing, um, whatever it is, include people in the process. So let's talk about some specifics, right? Let's talk about some simple actions you can take to clue the right people in at the right time, letting them prepare, letting them be part of the process, letting them have a say. Uh, first, you can be mapping out your schedule and presenting to your team far in advance. 
Give everyone, including yourself, plenty of time. If you don't have a team, you need even more time to think through this. And potentially your team could be someone you share your idea with. Let them ask you questions about your plan, even if they're not going to help you with it necessarily. Also, letting people know something's coming. It's a PS, friends. Put it in your email if something is coming. Hey, in two weeks, I'm going to be announcing this. Hey, tomorrow, you're going to hear from me and I'll be sharing this. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for this thing that's coming up. That looks so many different ways, right? Or it could be that you say this to your team, like, hey, I'm working on something. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'll share it with you soon. Um, You can let everyone across the board know that. In terms of email, um, if you know you're going to be launching soon, start by writing and sending once a week emails. I'm not going to call them a newsletter. I'm not going to call it your consistent content. But if you're going to be using email, and actually this goes for any channel you're going to be using, start using it so people know that you're going to be talking there. I know a lot of people say that consistency isn't necessary, but if people know you're there, then that's fine. They know you're there and perhaps you don't have to be as consistent, but I'm sorry. Anybody who says consistency is not not worthwhile is missing the point. If you are a new business, if you have a new product and people don't know that you're on Instagram, well, you better get people, help people know you're there and be posting regularly enough, regular, consistent, whatever you want to call it, they have to know you're there. Same thing with email, right? Same thing with even podcasting. Um, Social media, like I said, start getting more consistent with leveraged content. Really think about what you're posting. You can post some behind the scenes stuff, but you really want to start posting, and this is something I talk about in Fearless Launching, but you want to be That's when you start building that comfort, that trust. You start sharing insights. You start letting people know that you have something to share. But you can still keep it easy. Just start sharing content related to your topic and to your offer. Um, Test out new platforms you know you'll be using so they are easy when you actually get to your launch. This is all, like everything I'm saying here, I'm thinking through it as I'm saying it, and it's relevant to each of these, you, your team, your audience. They're important for all of you to do this. Um, And then when you get closer to the launch, add a day, week, uh, like maybe a week or two before your launch, add another email to the mix. You know, maybe one is just your, let's say if you have a podcast or if you have a blog post or you like to share your insights and maybe then one is just a little, like a shorter one or just kind of mix it up. There is, you could send a value email and then you could send an email that has content, maybe pointing to your social media, what you've been saying over on Instagram, like meet me on the gram or something like that. Um, all right. And then if you're going to be using, this kind of goes along with social, but if you're going to be using like a live stream service or not service, but a platform like Facebook or Instagram or even YouTube or whatever, I really think starting three to four weeks before doing some regular video, sharing some regular live streams, maybe in advance, maybe even longer if it's YouTube, because 
people may not know to even that you're even going to be there. So start kind of seeding that like, hey, I'm going to be doing these Facebook lives. Let people get used to you being there and also get used to promoting them where you promote that something's going to be happening. It happens and then you tell people it happened and then you tell people it happened and you keep pointing them back to that thing that happened. Um, and then just in general, social media, if you plan on using it in any way, I really think that ramping up what you're doing, you know, four to five weeks out, and I'm not saying all of that has to be specifically related to the launch, but I do think that allows you the time in advance to really see like, oh gosh, you know, nothing's happened over on LinkedIn for me or Twitter. Yeah, sometimes people respond, but it's mostly Facebook and Instagram for me. So, you know, that gives you some time. In fact, you may want to give yourself more time to um, to try out all of these pieces of social media of these places because you don't want to waste your time during the launch. You might just say, look, everybody for me is on Instagram. I don't need to do anything else. And, you know, perhaps you just repost to those other places, but you're not focused there. So what I kept kind of saying throughout these simple actions that I recommend is that each of these things requires, let's see, how many things? Four things could potentially hit four different pieces of the whole stamina puzzle. It helps you get used to creating, creating content, and it could mean how much the frequency, but it helps with that creation process. It helps with the production because if your team or you are having to edit, upload, you know, format, etc., it gets you used to that. It helps you train that muscle. Promotion, all of these, the email, the social, the if you do Facebook Lives, if you uh, do any, you know, if you start doing any of these things where you're communicating with your audience, you're going to want to promote them. So it helps you kind of flex that muscle a little bit before you're actually launching. And consumption, very important for your team to always understand what you're doing, to consume the plan in a sense, but also it helps your audience get used to you sending one email a week, two emails a week opening both of them. And maybe you only send one email a week and you resend that other email, that, that email to people who didn't open. It's totally up to you. But that consumption is important because, you know, people, and I think it's important for you. I know that there is something that a lot of us struggle with. It's like, ooh, maybe if I don't talk, people won't unsubscribe or unfollow. <laughs> I've seen people hide because of that. And then they it's because they're holding on to that number of followers. And the truth is you want people to consume your content. You want people to elect to be there with you and not be forced to be part of that. Because if you can do that in advance, if you can do this consumption, give people more and more to consume before your launch, well, you're going to weed out all the people who have no interest in what you have to say. That is really important. Okay. So in closing, I hope that you kind of see that like really all building launch stamina requires is to prepare people, is to build up, is to 
fade in the messaging, is to share the schedule and the plan in advance. It's to publish that something's coming for people. It's to know that you're going to have to be on for all of these people. And that takes time to get used to. Going into a launch is not always a bed of roses. Well, actually it kind of is because it's all thorny. (laughs) Not all the time, but you want to build that up so that when launching comes, it doesn't feel tough. It doesn't feel like it's going to end you somehow because it's been so stressful. And I, I know myself, I know many others at different levels of their business, at different stages, whether they were just beginning or their seven figure. I mean, launches can bring on a lot of emotions. So let's prepare our, let's prepare our souls for it and our energy. When I say energy, I really do mean your physical energy, your mental energy. And, uh, and don't be afraid to start in advance. You want to know early if no one's going to be responding to your emails. You're going to want to know early if people aren't attending your Facebook lives because they'd rather you be over on Instagram live. You know, you want to know this information early. So build up that launch stamina for yourself and for your audience so that you can make sure that when once that launch really gets underway, that you're not wasting your time anywhere, that you're preserving your energy and you're, you're able to rock it the whole time without like kind of losing it a little bit. All right. That is it for today. Next week, kind of along with launch stamina, I figured we would talk about, you know, avoiding launch exhaustion. And this is more of like the bigger picture of launch exhaustion. So come back next week. That's what we'll be talking about. And that is it. If you haven't already, if you're not already on my mailing list, I want to recommend that you, you know, go grab one of the resources that are listed below, like go grab the launch roadmap. I am starting a little bit of an experiment experimental phase where I'm going to be doing the pot, not the podcast. I'm going to be doing the newsletter, the weekly email that shares what that podcast is, but I'm doing it a little bit differently. Um, this week we did, I read the newsletter on video. So I essentially shared a video version of the newsletter. So, um, if you're interested in just seeing the different things that I'll be experimenting with, then, um, make sure to head over to ansamoilab.com forward slash launch dash roadmap. All right, have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon.